Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Patreon.com, and... ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash oh, Up wow. Next. That's Why not? Throwback. Let's throw it out. But no, of course, YouTube.com forward slash Up Next. Hello, YouTube room. Yes. Thank you for joining us. We go live every Wednesday night at 10.30 to talk all about NXT. Yes, you know why? Because we're your NXT friends. 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 Switch it around. Yeah, it? usually yeah. I've set you up for it, but it feels nice. Yeah, it does. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also were your friends on Sunday. We did a watch along for Money in the Bank. Mm. The crazy chaos that it was. Uh, that was so much fun. So our YouTube is full of surprises. YouTube.com slash up next. Indeed, we go live for NXT, but we've been going live for these like watch alongs and stuff. So we're doing another one for AEW Double or Nothing. Yes, we are NXT, but oh my gosh, we watch AEW too. Could yeah, you believe we, it? We got a lovely tweet earlier going, hey, just wanted to know, what do you guys think about Hikaru Shida? Hikaru Shida? And I want like, Shida. <laughs> I, I don't normally talk about Shida on a Wednesday, but no. we like Hikaru Shida. Uh, so you can find out all about what we think about AEW and Hikaru Shida on Thursdays. Yeah, we actually do an AEW Up Nextra as our NXT AEW kind of show, because last week on AEW was so much fun to watch. Oh, so and good. We did our show on it, and Kenny Omega doing the, the moonsault off that whatever it was, cherry picker, whatever you call that thing, was so impressive. The golf cart, crazy. So we have so much fun Thursdays as well. But shout out everyone uh, who, who joined us for the Money in the Bank watch along because we did a show on that as well. And that was pretty crazy, uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but then I WWE did something that I didn't, like the, the Money in the Bank was a lot of fun to watch. Yes. wasn't fan, It wasn't really wrestling in my no. opinion. But um, it did such a good job of making me want to watch Raw because they said there's a big announcement with Becky. So I got to watch 
that. And then the first ever WWE champion reigning to give up the title because eh, I'm going to go be a mom. That's a yeah. big mood. Big mood. Um, really nice segment, I thought. Yeah. They really pulled it off. Obviously, with a crowd, this would have been awesome. But it still felt like a big emotional moment in it wrestling. Did. It did. I thought Asuka was amazing. Just coming out, being all shouting and ridiculous and yeah. then when uh becky says i'm gonna be a mother and she just goes mother what really and it was so sweet yeah um yeah i don't watch raw a lot but they had me i had i, I we all figured that was the case but we had to hear it from her yes her herself and uh, i'm a big fan of becky lynch she's become such a, a star and to kind of see that it's such a cool thing uh right now wrestling is weird anyways so she could it gives a rub to someone like asuka now who can take yeah. that and like ru- run with she, asuka's been killing the the, the empty arena, you know, era of wrestling. So yeah, I really hope uh, she has been a like a star throughout this empty arena uh, time, yeah. and I really hope now she can properly get that main roster run she deserves mm-hmm. with that slot opening up. And I think there's such a natural story to tell there with her and Shayna Baszler, both being the most dominant women in NXT history. I'm really surprised you didn't just go straight to Kyrie. I think there's definitely a story there, but I, I think build. right away, I think the Shayna Asuka thing uh, could do wonders for both of their mm-hmm. uh, main roster careers. Um, oh, Kyrie Asuka is something I would definitely yeah, like to see. Sure. I still don't quite have the faith that main roster would be able to pull that off. Um, we'll see. Just with two Not non-English yet. speaking characters against each other. We'll I see. don't see that, but um, yeah, I, I think it, Opens up opportunities for a lot of the other women on the roster. Uh, so the, the, another thing is this brand invitation. Now, NXT is a brand on Wednesdays of WWE. So will this will this cross over NXT to Raw and SmackDown people? The open invitation? Yeah. I, I think we should definitely see that Which, with the women's tag. It's so... Yeah, oh, 100%. We, we'll maybe get onto that later with yes. Kai and Gonzalez. Yeah. But, 100% the women's tag should be a part of this invitational thing. Because other than that, then it's just it's just like, well, yeah, because everyone's down in Florida right now. So, yeah. like, whatever. Brands don't really matter. But it, whatever. Who cares? But it, it's interesting because I want to see the NXT kind of – if that brings other people, you know, wh- why isn't Matt Riddle, like, on Raw then? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's – that's what it, it's, it seems interesting. Uh, so I did watch Money in the Bank. We did do a show on that. And then I watched Raw, which was shocking. But I had Monday off. So I watched that. And I was like, cool. This was a lot of fun. Um, and then they talked about greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> which we do a show, best match ever, on our Patreon. Where we watch all these like crazy wrestling. And this time of quarantine... Uh, all we've been doing is watching, you know, NXT. We've been watching the AEW for the Patreon as well. And then we we started a show called Best Match Ever. We just watch old badass wrestling. And now's the time as a wrestling fan to watch wrestling you haven't like seen before. So the internet raves about uh, Stan Hansen a lot. And I've seen some of his it, stuff. That internet darling, that Stan Hansen. That internet darling. <laughs> <laughs> indie darling, Stan Hansen. Um, All you keyboard warriors going on about <laughs> your Stan Hansen and your '90s All Japan. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a best match ever, Stan Hansen, and for the first time ever on that show, best match ever, we're being joined by a guest, the Godfather of wrestling journalism. Mm. 
the godfather of post-wrestling. John Just Pollock. the godfather. Just the godfather. Godfather, John Pollock. Yeah, John Pollock. We miss him. So we the invite he, – he heard best match ever. Mm. Uh, he has a patron. God bless him. And uh, he says, yo, guys, that show is lit. I'd love to come on. And we were like, whoa. Okay, so we're doing a show with him, and he's going to come on. We're going through a like a bunch of Stan Hansen classic matches, and we'll we'll rate and dissect and pick our favorite ones, and and, and go back and forth with John Pollock. Who knows? Maybe the G One Coffee ratings will come back. Whoa! Uh, oh, we, we now have you're our spoiling. Own, we have our own. I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I I put it out there, Tim. I was like, yeah. hey, if you if you want to rate it by coffee, feel free. Yeah. Because uh, we do the cage match ratings out of ten. We do yeah. the. Meltzer ratings out of whatever five. Meltzer chooses on the day. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> we do hours out of five. So yeah. uh, it's going to be a really fun show next week. I um, used to use fire emojis. That's technically what I give things okay. when I say five stars. I mean fire emojis because you know why it's lit. That's yes. why. Yes. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. We're doing that next week on our Patreon. This week we're, we're doing uh, – we did some old Was Next where we're going back in time with the old NXT stuff, which is quite interesting because – there's teases and lead-ups. We got Seth Rollins as champion and a debuting Roman Reigns, which is crazy. So we'll talk about that. All Absolutely. the NXT stuff with Richie the Dragon. Richie the Dragon. Richie, Richie the Steve Dragon, Steve-Mo. Um, and then we have an Up Yours where a listener of a patron, world champ patron, um, has chosen 8 Mile. Be Detroit has chosen 8 Mile. We're going to be watching that. And that's going to be so much fun to talk about Mom's Spaghetti. Absolutely. And released just earlier today was my uh, second part of my Lost uh, yeah. retrospective um so last week we put on the free feed our thoughts on the pilot i was joined by kevin hudson who's from uh the geek centric uh youtube page and podcast uh friend of the show mj from nj and uh patron david sykes uh we're all lost experts and we talked all about the pilot last week for free on this feed go and check it out if you haven't already and this week we kind of looked at the entire series six years worth we were talking about time travel smoke monsters Whoa. polar bears i thought this was like a cast like castaway like oh Tom it's Hanks. so much more than that oh, okay. it's so much more than that um so we we had a really long discussion on that this week that's available to all patrons including our cruiserweight tier for two dollars um that's live right now on the patreon and next week we will be doing our talk all about the finale its legacy if we think there's going to be any more loss down the line, because, hey, people like a reboot. Um, so Ooh, interesting. a lot more to talk about next week. I'm really proud of that show. If you're a fan of Lost, go and check that out. Too. Yeah, our Patreon is popping off. It, it, uh, two, two bucks, five cents. 205 is the low tier, but five bucks a month gets you all the shows, and that's the, that's the moneymaker there. So that, that's, that's what we're aiming for, and yes. that's, that's so much fun. That's what I've been doing to keep sane during these times. Uh, I told myself I'd go on a lot more walks the past week, which I've been going on walks every day, but I stopped for a little while. And was it because it snowed? Yeah, it was. In, here in Toronto, it snowed for no fucking reason. Um, so I've just been like eating. We've, we did some takeout. Uh, not tonight, though. We didn't. We, it was the return. We'll get into the, uh, maybe food with the Gargano dinner segment. Okay, sure. We'll, we'll go with that. We'll yes. pair it. We'll do some pairings tonight. Um, so uh, I've just been like, binge watching the sopranos um i know i'll do i'll do a patreon show on that that when i do the finale i know some listeners have already jumped in on that um and i've just been hanging out i've been going through uh like you know crave movies and netflix movies and just that's what i've been doing i've just been chilling uh i did some amazon shopping 
Uh, got us a new Matt. Welcome, Matt. It's okay. coming in the mail. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be nice. I- I'm still waiting on stuff I ordered like two months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to get it. Is what you're yeah. I ordered a keyboard and it came in like three days. Oh, so. Amazon's been fine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's the other sites I've been using. Oh. Yeah. And oh, I really oh, don't want to be using Amazon, but I know. It's, I know. They're good. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like what <laughs> those I say, underpaid what people are really good at what they do. Um, uh, but try and find other sites if you can. Yeah, um, just it might not get there. Well, we had <laughs> we had um, a, a talk on our Patreon show about uh, like wrestling memorabilia because that new Triple H Stephanie McMahon show that's without yes. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins for whatever reason, and it's all about you know rare WWE merch. And we talked about how you know. I own some like a few autographs that like I I own Chris Benoit's autograph. What do I do with that? Is it worth money? Probably not. Is it going to be featured on that show? No, it definitely won't. But um, friend of the show, as we call associate producer John Ceno, sent sent us just like a box of random WWE shit, and in it is something I didn't even know existed, which is an Io Shirai mask from NXT Takeover twenty five, like a replica wrestling mask. Don't know why you sent this, John. Too kind, but now I own an Io Shirai mask, and you don't know how high Io Shirai gets me. Uh, I just walk around the house now wearing the Io Shirai mask in yeah. my doing your groceries. <laughs> yeah, it's got the covered the yeah, mask thing. It's, yeah, it's very good. It's, it's protective. Very effective. Yeah, it is. It protects you from those droplets. Exactly. When people are speaking moistly on me, speaking moistly. So um, I've just been, uh, you know, I've been doing that, and mm. that's what I've been doing. How about you? Uh, I've pretty much just been watching Lost. Uh, wow, when Get I, lost. When I came up with the, the show idea, um, I was going to handpick a few episodes, and then I watched the pilot, and I was like, eh, I'm just re-watching this whole thing. Oh, my God. So I've kind of watched six seasons in two weeks, so haven't <laughs> done fun. much more than that. I've gone wow. on a few walks. I like my daily walk. Um, well, yeah, so that's go. pretty much been it. I did, uh, I did watch impact yesterday i write the reports for um, post, wrestling. post wrestling and i do want to say i know impact gets a bad rep yeah watch the opening video for this week's it was so funny okay um they're doing this because tessa blanchard is stuck in mexico right now wow due to covid okay and she's their champion they're doing a a tournament for the number one contendership sure but moose uh has just Claimed he's the TNA champion. And he's stolen the TNA title. Nice. So this week's opening started with all the competitors in the tournament. And then Moose hijacked it with a video with the old, like, voice of TNA. Yeah. Promoting Jones. Yeah. But then throughout the whole thing, they've got clips from, like, there's Christopher Daniels and, uh, and Frankie Kazarian in interviews going... Uh, this guy, just locker room leader. And then it goes to Hulk Hogan in another interview, be wow. like, uh, if there's one guy I look up to in wrestling, it's, it's him. It's, it's and it's just all these old interviews that they've used to make it look like it's Moose. all about Moose. It was actually really quite funny. And comedy in wrestling doesn't normally land. Uh, but when it does, it can be pretty funny. So go and check that out. It's about three minutes. And yeah, the the YouTube room right now are going, yeah, that video was pretty awesome. Moose. Moose. Bull. Moose. Moose. Um, I know uh, it's not wrestling related, but I saw some news. I'm not much of a video game person. I recently mentioned I'm, I was on the hunt for some PS2 because I want to get Here Comes the Pain bumping again. Mm. And I finally got the PS2, got the controllers, just got to find Here Comes the Pain somewhere in my house. I know it's somewhere in here. It's here in the BD, the Brain Davis State. I just got to find it. But 
a game I have on PS2 is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4, which I was a huge fan of. I was a huge fan of all of them. And I heard that they're remaking, like remastering it for the PS4 and whatever. So I don't own a PS4, but you do. So when it comes out, can we get Tony Hawk Absolutely. 4? Play okay. a bit of, what is it, Horse? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so they're remastering 1 and, and 2, but... Um, I absolutely love those. I'm not much of a, a skateboarder, but I um, I love the video games and the soundtracks were so much fun. So uh, I I think I swear I've told the story where I was at the CNE, the which is now canceled this year in canceled. Toronto, which is yeah. like the Canadian like big fair, and there was a wave riding thing that Tony Hawk was like sponsoring, and he was a guest like of honor there, and he was riding the waves, and then afterwards he like got off and he was like leaving, and kids were running up to him like. Like I'm talking like so many people, and there were kids running up with their boards asking him to like sign it with like sharpies, and I I didn't want to like meet him or anything, but I'm like leaving this demonstration, and I just yell like over this crowd of people, I go, "Yo, Tony, uh, the soundtrack to Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four was my personal favorite. It was so good." And he's like, "Who said that? <laughs> Who said that?" I was like, "Yo, right here." He's like. Thank you. I, I I picked all the music in the games myself. I'm like, I know. I read about it. He's like, thanks, man. Have a good one. I'm like, have a good one. And I was like, damn, he's cool. And I, <laughs> he's one of my idols. And I don't even know much about skateboarding. I just love those games. So when you get when it comes out, can we play that game? Absolutely. All right. Um, I've actually I just bought Fire Pro Wrestling. I thought you were about to say you just bought a skateboard. And I was no, like, no, dude. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I did get a skateboard for one birthday one year. Oh. And I figured I've got to cut like. I've told you about like my American family, yeah. Like, uh, and I figured my my older cousin would know how to skateboard because hey, he's cool and sure. American. Yeah. So, and yeah, we went to the park. I kind of fell over and was like, "Well, this is a terrible <laughs> present." And yeah, never rode it again. It uh, my, had a shark on it. It looked really cool. Whoa! Yeah. Um, I I want to be so good at doing skateboarding that I can do a Christ Air. You know, so when you go in the air and you just cross your nice. go like that and land, there's no way, no way I can do it. No, 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 no. chance. Uh, but yeah, I did just buy Fire Pro Wrestling. Yeah, uh, I tried to wrestle one match and I was like, I don't know how to do this, and I turned it off. <laughs> we all oh, got to try. I'll so try we got to try it against each other. Yeah, because uh, it sucks that this is the year 2K was the year that sucked. Because again, I'm not much of a gamer, but I we played 2K19, and it's like. But honestly, is there? Like, we mainly play against each other. We yeah. don't really do stories much. Sure. Are we missing out on much not playing 20? We've downloaded yeah. all the way characters look now. Yeah. And it's fun. It's, it's cool. It's still fun to play. Uh, we like our uh, kind of created matches, like Iron Man, Hell, Hell in a Cell, Cell, Falls Count Anywhere kind of stuff. Elimination Chambers and yeah. all sorts of BD stuff. BDE Championship. Yeah, Hangman Page, still the champion. Um, he is, yeah. <laughs> we need to get that off him. But who... If you could have a, any other game kind of remade, what would it be? If it wasn't Tony, like, because Tony Hawk being remade is pretty cool because mm. I'm a big fan. I swear it was remade recently, but like, this is like a proper remaster of one and two together. Um, I don't know. Halo, the OG Halo, or like one, two, and three, I think we're put into a, a series, which you have PS4. I, I should just get maybe get an Xbox. I really like those games, but uh, here comes the pain remaster is what I want. I feel, yeah, because a, a lot of people say no mercy. And right. here comes the pain. Yeah. The problem is, I don't think you'd get the rights to the people in the game. That's the, uh, isn't that the issue? Fuck. Like, but I would like a story mode like Here Comes the Pain. Okay, I think because they, they could... had the great, the best story mode, right? 
Yeah, it did. Where you walk around. You walk around, you can get a girlfriend, I think. Like, <laughs> What a story. Which, like. when I was like 13, I was like, this is the best game ever. This, I have a girlfriend dude, now. Dude, just play The Sims. Yeah. And then Oh, no. My, I played The Sims. I made a really nice house. I married Hillary And then Duff my the brother Sims. invited my uh, the dad of my family over to his place. Uh-oh. Asked him to go for a swim. Removed yep. the ladders. <laughs> yeah. And killed him. Yeah. And this guy was making big bucks. I had to sell off my tv i had to sell off my snooker table wow. all the things i was like it was like when i tried the skateboard i was like never doing this again yeah and then if you like kill people in the sims they, the cemetery shows up in your backyard and then they start to haunt you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i do actually have sims 4 i think on the playstation just I, I, had yeah. sims I, hot... I just can't bring myself to do it anymore it's still I had bitter a sims hot date and i think that awokened many things in <laughs> <laughs> i'm the person i am today because of sims hot date uh, yeah, uh, we had a hot date tonight. It was NXT, right? Yes, that's our hot date. That is our that's hot what we date. do on Wednesday nights. We are usually our, gin. We, we are drinking gin tonight. Yeah, uh, because we are roommates, we don't go insane because we we have someone we actually like live with, and we can just get lit and watch wrestling. Yes. <laughs> so it's been it's been a lot of fun. So I always look forward to uh, our Wednesday nights because we we just you know make food. We get some drinks on White Claws and uh, and we get it going. So we watch some NXT because we are your NXT friends, friends. And, and and we like that. And NXT from tonight was uh, a pretty good show, and I can't wait to talk about it. NXT from May thirteenth, two thousand and twenty, bro, bro. We have a NXT tag team title match. Matt Riddle, the original bro, and his tag team partner, Timothy Thatcher, are coming down to defend the titles against Imperium's Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. So there's some speculation that Walter was the attacker of Finn Balor, and that's kind of seems not to be the thing. Well, I think that was maybe the original story. Sure. Um, but obviously, that damn COVID. Damn, damn murder hornets. Don't get me started on They're not here yet. I haven't seen... We don't have them in Canada yet, but jeez, I'm scared. Yeah. Um, so, Fabian Eichner, Mart- Martel Barcel... Barcel- Marcel Bartel. Marcel Bartel. It's, it's fucked because... Just ben- Martin. Martin. Martin and Fab. <laughs> Fab. Uh, even, even Beth Phoenix was like, Fabian Eichner. I'm like, damn it, now I'm going to get that confused too, Beth. Um... <laughs> It is noted it's Beth Phoenix, Byron Saxton, and Mauro Ranallo on commentary. Um, so Thatcher and Bartel are going back and forth, and they're trying to Thatcher trying to lock in some arm bars, and there's punches, um, and there's arm drags from Eichner who, who tags back in. Um, Eichner at one point is in with Riddle, catches him on his shoulders in midair, and like flexes. Riddle gets out of it. There's gut wrench suplexes all around, and then um, hits uh, a. An exploder on Bartel goes for a senton, gets the knees up. There's a tilt a whirl backbreaker. They work on Riddle. When they come back from break, they're continuing to beat down on Matt Riddle. Fabian Eichner and Bartel, they tag back in and out. Riddle finally hits a roundhouse to Bartel, goes for a monkey flip, but inadvertently monkey flips him into his own tag team partner of Timothy Thatcher, who just gets very, very mad. Mad Tim. He's like, yo. Why did you just throw this guy at me? And walks off the apron, walks up the ramp, and leaves. And just Matt Riddle and his, his like best sad boy impression is, Tim, what are you doing? 
where are you going? And he just walks off, and then he turns around. He blocks the powerbomb uppercut combo. You think Riddle can take on both guys at once now. Hits a series of V-triggers, all sorts of things, but it's it's too much. Two on one. They finally hit the powerbomb uh, uppercut combo, and Bartel pins Riddle. We have new NXT Tag Team Champions, Fabian Eichner and Martel Barcel. Marcel Bartel. Marcel Bartel. Just mine. Uh, yeah, uh, this is a lot of fun, and it kind of already goes to what we thought this would be, which is we thought Thatcher was going to join Ring Camp or Imperium, Imperium yeah. and this isn't the fact. He's just like, nah. I, I really liked it, actually. I've not seen a kind of... Um, I thought it was quite a creative collision, like knocking... Um, sorry, Thatcher off the apron with the monkey flip. Yeah. Don't think I've ever seen that before. It's normally just... Guy moves and you forearm them in the face. I just, or- it's just funny how Thatcher was just like clearly supposed to be like dum da dum da da, not looking at the match at this one yeah. part, and then gets knocked down. But um, yeah, yeah. I quite liked it. Um, they set up before the match with the Riddle did the flip flop uh, toss thing yeah. with his feet, and it hit Thatcher in Got the face. You, yeah, um, and I get it. I get it from Thatcher's point of view. It's he was one of the most like serious wrestlers in the indies and. Uh, killed it in Europe and now he's coming here and sure he's helping out this tag champ but he's not here to play games and be on game shows and piss around he's here to fight people yeah um it made sense I think uh Imperium are great to have the tag titles they're, they're a tag team we've enjoyed for so long for now. sure and now we know they're gonna be wrestling hopefully more regularly with the tag titles I'm a big fan of both these guys yeah um, I, I really like this direction. Yeah, I like this, and it's interest- it, it instantly adds like a story. NXT has been kind of lacking uh, the like the stories within the show. Like AEW has so much direction and, and like meaning behind different things, and the story that keeps moving. So tonight it felt like a story was moving because uh, when we come back from commercial after this match, we see uh, Timothy Thatcher being interviewed. Like in the back, and they're like, "Hey, so you just walked out on Matt Riddle? Like, what's the deal with that?" And he's like, "All he had to do was knock him, and I tap him. And I'm tired of his game shows and his flip flops and his stuff. I want to be a tag champion, but not with that hot mess." And Matt Riddle confronts him, and he's like, "Bro, what the hell was that?" And then they start to get in an altercation. They start to fight, and all the NXT refs come and split them apart. And uh, we're seeing some some heat from both these guys. Uh, obviously, Riddle. Uh, this makes a lot of sense to me. It was the best Thatcher sounded since he's come here. I think he ge- he sounded genuinely pissed off, and I I loved this. I thought it was great. I I like that Matt Riddle also because con- like if you just got turned like your partner's dipped on you, you would go to him right away and be yes. like, "Yo, what the fuck?" So here he is, like, "Yo, what the hell, bro?" I feel it's something I've been wanting to see from Riddle more. I love the the fun loving Matt Riddle, but for him to be taken as like a potential champion one day you need to see him kick it into that gear where he's kind of mad and it's like what the yeah. fuck bro um and he tapped into it here i i love this opening i thought it was great uh we have a superstar facts we've had superstar facts on this show before but here is charlotte facts not basler facts yes. charlotte facts uh random facts no one asked for but we got them anyway Isn't and the fact it? is charlotte's a multi-time champ 
Well, it's saying she's the first ever multi-time of each championship. Gotcha. So we've had people who've held all three. Sure. But no one's held all three more than once. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, has Charlotte ever been women's tag champ? Uh, no. Well, you know who has? Oscar. Oscar. That's right, Charlotte. Yeah. Beating this, the, the Oscar's, like, streak. Fuck. Love Charlotte, but that made me mad. <laughs> like Oscar more. Um, so... We have a, a women's match now featuring Tegan Knox. She comes down to the ring and she's going one-on-one with someone, uh, maybe a familiar face to some wrestling fans. We haven't seen her here too much, but, you know, now's the time to, to shine for some wrestlers. Indy Rockwell. Hartwell. Indy Hartwell. Yes. Wow, I'm thinking Rockwell like Sam Rockwell. I think, was this her, we've seen her on Raw, I believe, in the MTV. I arena. swear I've seen her, yeah. I, I'm not sure if this is her NXT debut or not, uh, but we've seen her on WWE TV. Okay. Yeah, um, I believe she was on Raw. Tegan Knox and Indy Hartwell are here. Um, Tegan and her go back and forth. Indy gets some offense with a sidewalk slam when she spins her around, catches her, drops her for a two count. Uh, she climbs the she springboards, sorry, into the ring, but gets caught into a chokehold. And Tegan does the Lady Kane and goes for what I could only describe as remember when the Undertaker tried to choke slam Hulk Hogan. Yeah. It was like that. Or, yeah, or Goldberg. It's. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, sorry. The new yardstick of mm. uh, great things. We watched The Last Ride and we did our review of that as, as well on Sunday. Oh, it's a oh, series I'm very much looking Ooh, forward to geez. seeing the rest of. So good. So, a really bad choke slam, but uh, maybe it was just one time. Because she usually, usually does, a, does a pretty good choke slam. I got to give it to Tegan. Um, but it's only a two count. Hartwell fights back. There's uppercut, uppercuts in the corner, knees to faces. Um, Tegan flies off the cr- off the top rope with a crossbody. As Morrow says, she is the Captain America of NXT because her gear is kind of capped. It was kind of Miss Marvel, uh, Miss uh, Captain Marvel, but yeah, I didn't get it Captain was, America vibes. It, it was, it was a little bit. Okay. And uh, gets up from the crossbody, then hits the shiniest wizard and pins Indy just like that. And Tegan Knox wins this match. Uh, yeah, not bad little match. Uh, I thought. Indy Hartwell showed off some like nice aggression. Um, both were making use of screaming as much as you can because it's an empty arena match, so making a lot of noise. Um, no, I thought uh, the chokeslam didn't look good, but yeah, I I thought both looked pretty decent here apart from that chokeslam. Yeah, I thought the match was fine. Um, I know it's hard for teaming because you the, the Dakota thing is separated now mm. clearly, and it needs to be. But like, damn, where do we go from here with the with different stories and stuff? Um, however, Tegan Knox and Candice LeRae like baking in their house on NXT WWE's like social media page. Right. They have a cooking show where they just bake things. What's it called? I don't remember now, but I'll go check it out. Fantastic. Mm. It was before Candice turned heel because her hair isn't purple yet. Ah. So smart. But uh, she's over that Tegan. Tegan's got colorful hair, though. She was red today, was it? Yeah. Colorful hair, don't care. Like Takeshi. Sure. You know who that is? Yeah, that 69er bloke. Yeah. 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 Tit, isn't he? Yeah. He, he, Jeff Hardy could walk, so 69 could run. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a recap of Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. How they got in a little fight last week over who should be facing Charlotte and who's the NXT champion, women's champion, and all that. Rhea Ripley has a little promo here saying WrestleMania didn't go very well for me, but I can bounce back. I know I have I can take out Charlotte, but Io Shirai is getting in my way. An old man's once an old man once said, "We've only just begun. That NXT Women's Championship belongs to me." 
So I don't know if Rhea Ripley is saying it's only just begun because of Ric Flair saying it's only just begun. I don't know. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. She's called him a stupid old man. Ah, So insulting the family. Whoa. Um, Yeah, this felt the heel turn for me, for Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah. EO, she was like, EO couldn't get the job done. Well, EO won the match. It was just a DQ. So like, like EO can get the job done. I feel, I feel the title will go to EO and will be building to a, an eventual EO Candice, but this time the roles are reversed. Nice. I feel that's the big feud we're, we're going towards. Thinking of um, big matches in that division, I think that's number one for me. Yeah. Um, because um, we'll get to Candice a little later, but there's so many options for Charlotte to face Candice and so forth, and they'll go back to the EO thing. But when it comes down to, you know, Charlotte's eventually going to go leave again. Um, when that happens, it, the big feud rematch from last summer from Toronto is EO and Candice. Yeah. 100%. I think take my money. I, Rhea's just. I don't really care if she's a heel now or yeah, a face. She should go to SmackDown. I feel me. yeah, SmackDown would be a good good fit for Get her. Get out of here! Get out of here! Not here. Not. I'm not meaning it like to be mean, but like yeah, it's you've done everything now. It's, yeah, it's time to go. Yeah. Um, the other two have more stories to tell. I and, think so, and more yeah. exciting stories that get over. I know we're in no crowd era time, but any time. EO or Candice came out, that's what people are like talking about. Like, I, oh, I, I want to see those two again. That's what you want to see. Um, and and we did so many shows last year, the past year in January, talking about like matches of the year. And if if you had to pick one women's match of the year from last year in 2019, uh, we, we picked that match because yeah. it was just so great. I mean, we were there, but it was so good. So to go back to that feud is is awesome. We got like super lit a few weeks ago and watched some old EO Shirai from like stardom. Yeah. It was crazy. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Um, we got to do it and I'll wear my mask. I'll watch some more matches in the mask that I have now. You can do that on your own. Yeah. You don't want to know <laughs> what I do alone with that mask. I, don't, I hear enough. So <laughs> Matt Riddle is backstage on an iPad and he's on a, a FaceTime call with NXT general manager William Regal. He's FaceTiming him, bro. <laughs> he's bro-timing. He says, look, uh, I want a match with Thatcher. You saw what he did with me? He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Essentially, William Regal's like, yeah, all right. Uh, you know, that Timothy Thatcher, he's no oil painting. <laughs> but you can have a match. And William Regal is now attacked by Thatcher, uh, like, instantly here in the back. They're going back and forth, throwing him around. He throws Riddle to the floor, and he kind of, like, hits him with a TV, like a monitor, which Riddle kind of falls on. Ouchie. Ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. Looks like it hurt. Uh, Bro, get that checked out. So it is then announced that later tonight, our main event is, in fact, Matt Riddle versus Timothy Thatcher. So, okay. Yeah. Like I said, the story is moving through an episode. This makes for good TV. We... I think when you opened with the the tag match was the only kind of big advertised match apart from the Cruiserweight tournament. So, opening the show with that should have maybe... Like tipped us off a bit that we were going to get some sort of angle because NXT usually promotes their main events ahead of time. So here it was nice that they hadn't promoted it so much, but they're going to build it up throughout segments throughout the show, which isn't so much an NXT thing usually. But yeah, it exactly. It. I no. thought I thought we needed a shot in the arm 
and we got it this week. That's what I like in in my re- you gotta have some storytelling and reasons for mm. matches. Just this made you want to watch them fight. Yeah, he he left him out to dry, so wouldn't he want to fight him? And then we get to yes. see it, so it makes sense. Good storytelling. It's moving it along, and it's interesting that it's all happening because the general manager's at home on his iPad. Yeah, <laughs> FaceTiming him. Yeah, right. You can do that match. You think William Regal's like when like I think of like someone's grandpa using an iPad. Like, all right, hold on, I gotta well, figure this out. In what's next, we know what Dusty used to look at on his iPad. Oh yeah, what was he? He's he like, just always looking at divas. Yeah, he's like, and I'm he's like, like that hey, one. look at. This, but oh Diva. yeah, she, she she's got potential, baby. Like, baby. <laughs> oh, what you know about hard times? <laughs> um, hard times come because Tony Nice is coming down to the ring. Tony Nice is part of the cruiserweight interim tournament. Yeah, or as uh, Jordan Devlin is calling the champions. The okay. championships. The champions. Jordan Devlin and Sami Zayn have a lot in common right now. Well, no, they don't. I'd be mad if I was Sami. Because Jordan Devlin's getting to keep his title while this, like, true fake champion's going to be crowned. Yeah. Sammy's just getting it stripped off him. Wow. It's because yeah. he's Canadian. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, because he's from Quebec. It's probably because he has morals as well, I think. <laughs> um, it's because he's, he's a ginger beard. They're always trying to hold us down. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. Tony Nice is going one-on-one against Jake Atlas. But before the match, Jake Atlas is backstage in Gorilla with Byron Saxton. He says, I'm going to do this until I die. I'm in a do-or-die situation. I aim to defeat Tony Nice, a former Cruiserweight champion, to stay in this. You see, I'm a Drake Maverick fan. I hope he beats Kushida, and I can't wait to get caught up and do this all again but I gotta go because I gotta beat Nice and his music hits and he runs out it was something that um, after we finished recording the show last week the the forum there was a bit of a uh, discussion going on on our thread for this about the I, the potential of there being a tie on this tournament and whether it's something we see happening I think now it might be a bit more likely now Jake Atlas has kind of put that idea in our head that this is a possibility there could be a tie yeah. in this tournament as soon as he said that i was like "Ooh, you mm. know how much we we love kushida in this household i i went through my closet and found way went to japan years ago and got me a kushida hoodie but because you know i'm a big gaijin mm. uh godzilla gaijin and uh it didn't fit me so i was like this has been in my closet for like i haven't worn it and it's been like it's essentially brand new when he was still in New Japan, so right. I, I gifted it to you. I re-gifted it, but I was just like, here, take this. So have you worn it yet? I have not yet. I oh. washed it. I, okay. I didn't trust you. Oh, um, I mean, yeah, but, that's true. Yeah, uh, I haven't worn it yet. But um, it is those the kind of Asian sizes are different. Yeah. I made that mistake a few years ago when I lived in the UK. Uh, SummerSlam, they were playing at a nightclub. So oh. we, uh, a load Sounds of our friends, met up in the middle of the country in Sorry, Birmingham. Sorry, but remember nightclubs? Oh, Remember God, clubs? rest in peace. Oh. Um, a load of our friends from all over the country met in Birmingham, which is in the middle, uh, to go to this nightclub and watch SummerSlam. And we thought, we're going to do fancy dress. So, uh, dressed up as 3MB, I was Heath Slater, oh. had a ginger wig, and I ordered all of us these, uh, like... Assless chaps? Fake oh. leather pants oh, from eBay. God. But obviously it's eBay, so they came from China. So, got these, like... Like, I ordered a medium for me, okay. which are, like, extra small. Oh. Didn't fit at all. Ooh, you got so the division sign. another pair. Man, so now I've tall. got two pairs of 
fake leather pants back home just oh, to be heat. You don't have them here? No. Oh, we would have some fun with them. <laughs> well, if one didn't fit me, they're definitely not fitting you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've got two pairs of leather pants because I wanted to be Heath Slater. Wow. Wow. You, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, let me know about the Kushida hoodie and then put the pants on when go get them get your mom to send the pants over and then wear it with them. I don't want that conversation. With- hey mom, can you look for my leather pants? <laughs> <laughs> hey Dave, you haven't called her three weeks. What is this? <laughs> mom, I need these leather pants. I need these leather pants, stat. Chris Jericho. You could be Chris Jericho. I could be Chris Jericho. You could live that lifestyle. Wear them in a hot hot jacuzzi. Mm. That's what you could do with them. Um, If we were to ever dress up as 3MB, you would have to be Drew, and I would be Heath. Because I'm a champion? Because, yeah. I mean, if you want to be gender, you could, but I don't want to get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be like our prime minister. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But Tony Nese is someone I don't think either of us could dress up as, because he's got many abs. Yes. Not saying we don't have abs. But. And we've got more personality as well. <laughs> Tony Nice and uh, Jake Atlas go back to back. They're doing counter for counter. Both of these guys are super fast. Um, I've been liking Jake Atlas so far in NXT, and it, he's quite impressive. He does a backflip, gets ducks another move, does a cartwheel, then stops and does like this like take a bow thing. And Nice wants none of that and punches him in the face, which makes total sense. If a guy does that, you're yeah. going to punch him. Um, there's a nasty German suplex from Atlas just dropping Tony on his head and then hits like a step up and Zaguri, but uh, he kicks out at two. There's then this like jumping side, like catching neck breaker. This whole sequence was really nice. So Atlas goes for an Irish whip, but uh, Nice like baseball slides through his legs and turns it into a pump handle slam. Yeah. Which um, Atlas got out of and then hits the leaping neck breaker. Really nice sequence. Uh, nice kicks out of that at two. He fires back with a series of chops, and Jake Atlas then grabs him by the arm, chops back, runs up the ropes, and we've seen him do this move before. Now, in the indies, he called it the LGBDDT. Yes. But now here he does it. It's a arm-holding, like uh, run-up-the-ropes cartwheel into a DDT like backflipping on the top rope yeah like running the ropes essentially cartwheels on the ropes backflips onto the guy who you still holding his hand and the DDTs him so they're calling it now the rainbow DDT nice and it looks awesome it It looks like a rainbow yes a double rainbow double oh rest in peace (laughs) Rest, that guy died? That guy died this uh, week. Rest in peace. Really? Yeah, 2020 sucks. Whoa. Yeah. The double rainbow double guy? Double rainbow man Now there's died. no hope in the world. That, yeah. Maybe that's why he called it the rainbow DDT here. Maybe he's he's bu- building up for the War Games match what where he hits a double, double rainbow, rainbow DDT. DDT. Oh, do a double rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do a double rainbow, dude. <laughs> that looks sick. Uh, Jake Atlas pins Tony Nese. And gets his his point here in the cruiserweight tournament. Uh, this was a lot of fun. I'm I'm pretty high on Jake Atlas. I think he's really cool. And uh, that move is sweet. It is really cool. Like a cartwheeling the yeah, ropes into nice. the DDT looks sweet. The rainbow. good match actually. Uh, I knock Tony Nice for being boring, but it, he can work. He can wrestle. And yeah. I thought this was pretty entertaining. Are you ready? I'm ready for a big return on Wednesday night. Here tonight, get this. We see. The return of Cool Kyle. Yeah, he's back. We've missed him. Oh, my God. It's not even Cool Kyle anymore. It's Castaway Kyle. Castaway Kyle. Kyle O'Reilly is in a Zoom call, in a Zoom chat, with 
the NXT champion, Adam Cole, who are then joined by Bobby Fish and then Roderick Strong. And it's each the Zoom time chat. someone enters the chat, they're going, <laughs> Tim Allen type. Uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, Ka- cool Kyle says that he's been making a movie. That's why he's been away. He's on location with Daniel Day, Danny DeVito, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something along those lines. He says it's like a castaway type thing. He's growing out his beard and he he's got a ginger beard. Mm. I, I didn't notice that before. It kind of looks ginger. Yeah, it doesn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, Canadian ginger. Um, he says they all say that he misses him and like you know whatever. Um, and Roderick Strong goes, "Whoop, there it is!" Because he, he found he, his Fitbit. He's like, yeah. He's like, "Look, guys, I found my Fitbit." He's like, "Whoop, there it is." You can tell he's a dad pulling out a quote from a song oh, that's what God. twenty years old, and he's got a Fitbit. Yeah. <laughs> Not no offense, but hey, like, I yeah. got a Fitbit. No, but like you could be a dad. Yeah, hopefully um, not anytime soon. Um, he says, "You guys are killing it." Kyle says, "He goes, undisputed era are still killing it on NXT." And I'm sorry I'm away, but you know it's fine. And they go, "It's cool, man. We got fish. We got Roddy. We're we're killing it. We know." And they say that it was so embarrassing what they did to Velveteen Dream. Like, wow, what a what a loser. And what's the deal with that Dexter Loomis guy who's just creeping around? Like, why is he so obsessed with us? Um, <laughs> Why don't, like, we should teach him a lesson. You know what? Someone should teach him a lesson. And then they go, you know what, guys? On three, let's all say who we think should face Dexter Loomis. One, two, three. Roddy. Roddy. Me. (laughs) So, of course, the workhorse of NXT, Roderick Strong, is going to take the responsibility to fight for the Undisputed Era's honor and face Dexter Loomis next week. And then they're all going, Missy Kyle, Missy Kyle, Missy Kyle, Missy Kyle. Missy Kyle. Um, it's going to be Roddy. I know, uh, I know already there's going to be a lot of people going, oh, they're just stealing the Bubbly Bunches stuff. This is a Zoom so, call. This was, I know, but I know we're going to get those criticisms. I, I can see it already. But I thought this was so entertaining. And I kind of hope after seeing this, once we go back to normal, this is something you can use now sure, and again. Yeah. You don't need to have everyone backstage. What did they used to do? Just hang out in like the back of a merch trailer? The truck. It was like, I, this works. I thought this was so funny. Shows off their personalities. You get the feeling that these guys are actually mates as well. They're not just playing this. Like This seemed like a lot of fun. Uh Nice to see Kyle again. Cole, his like gaming setup is pretty sweet. Oh yeah, he loves that yeah. stuff. He's like me with my PS2 now. I'm a game. <laughs> I'm a retro gamer now. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. Um, and obviously, Roderick Strong is the guy who wears his red Calvin's, steps up to the plate, and will face anything that steps in his way. He's he's the guy here. He was Mr. Ring of Honor. You know what? He's Mr. NXT. Like he's the guy who they're like, fuck, we need to fill 30 minutes. Look, he could do an hour if he wanted yeah. to. Uh, yeah, the YouTube room right now are just going off on Adam Cole's video game collection, and they're very oh. jealous. Oh yeah, damn. I'm in, like, I'm not a much of a gamer, but it, it's now in times when we're chilling at home, not doing much. It can be fun. I, I like retro stuff. Like, I'm looking at my N64. We got that Genesis. We got everything. Although you won't play Goldeneye with me anymore. I didn't say that. Yeah, unless it's throwing knives. I just want to make sure I'm sober when I do it. <laughs> um, well, it was... That's it was... my excuse. I can use that like for one sure. more game. Yeah, 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 right. Like me and Mario Kart. Mm. So it was really nice to see Kyle O'Reilly back on Wednesday nights. Yes. It was re- really nice to see cool Kyle. Um, I'm happy he's doing okay, wherever he may be. Hopefully, you know, at home, chilling, 
rest in. Um, but there was another return tonight, a big one, a huge one. The yes. big, maybe the biggest one. The on biggest Wednesday return nights. it's been anticipated for so long is the return of the end is here. Jim Johnston. Yes. We, Jim Johnston, the end is here. The, one of the best, my favourite themes ever. Is it like Armageddon or Judgment Day? Armageddon, or? Vengeance. Like, they use this the a bunch. The end is here. Yeah. It's Jim Morrison. Now, we've, we recently, I think maybe they dug it out because they heard us talking about how uh, we have a giant poster in our hallway here of Jim Morrison, one of my all-time favourites. And you on this show uh, made a very uh, you know, uh, controversial argument that Jim Johnston is better than Jim Morrison. Now, I mean, I lo- he is, and tonight proved that. <laughs> I love- Didn't hear Jim Morrison tonight, did you? Well, well actually, oddly enough, I, when this segment was tweeted out by NXT, I clicked the replies to see what some of the fans were thinking of this thing, this song being brought back. And I read three from three different strangers on the internet that thought this was the song by The Doors, The End. Because right. it sounds like that song. Google The Doors, The End, and then listen to Jim Johnson, The End. It's supposed to be a rip, but it's fucking sick. It's this song great. is amazing. It's one of the best WWE Jim, like, songs ever. Yeah, Jim Johnston's The End Is Here, but why is it being played? Well, we thought we heard parts of it. We thought maybe they were using it for... This new superstar, well, two new superstars, Karrion Cross and Scarlet, And in fact, it is. It's like a little music video vignette here with that song playing out, which is so badass. It brings me back to all the old wrestling themes I had on like my old MP3 player and stuff. Um, the End Is Here is playing, and Karrion Cross is cutting like a little promo, cut back and forth. He's in a suit, kind of looking like Hitman, with Scarlet by his side, kind of X-Men, um, Hellfire Club vibes kind of thing going on here. He says, the world is tiredly searching for answers, questions, motives, explanations. That also, he gave me more of, what's the, the, the dude from Scream? Billy Loomis? Billy Loomis, who's, yeah. Uh, you know, spoiler, the, the killer, who says, well, it, 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 you know, it's, 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 it's the new generation. Who needs motives? Uh, Neve Campbell in talks, by the way. For I Scream. know. Yeah. Scream 5? Mm. Holy, only if David Arquette's in it. Former WCW champion. <laughs> um, the world wants exp- explanations. But you see, terrible people do terrible things. The end is here. We're not here to shock the system. I'm not here to save you from corrupted black hearts. We are your entertainment. It's time to wake up from the dream. Champa is the first, but you see, he was not the next. Everyone will fall and pray. The end is here. I've got to admit, I didn't pay too much attention because I was just, just kind of jamming, jamming out, out to, to Jim the Johnson. Um, but yeah, do you. Is Champa chilling right now? He must be. Um, I feel, I get the feeling they're kind of putting that on the back burner and just going to move on to something else with yeah. Cross for the time being. Um, or maybe they're just building up for a big return. I don't know. But there there wasn't any mention of Champa last week, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see more of this guy. And more Jim Johnston. And more Jim Johnston, absolutely. Remember when we saw him live? <laughs> just keep talking about that every week because it was so great maybe we'll see him live one day I know we were joking recently that he should show up in A&W A-N-W A-E-W but here they're using his stuff again so still, he still clearly got used, yeah. yeah he clearly got a little check from this somehow some way. but it was great to hear it it's such a good song it's Rest, great wrestling Fantastic. song yeah, yeah it works um, cool to see great great video from Karrion and Scarlett uh, they look cool their, their spooky debut was awesome uh, Dakota Kai vignette here 
Dakota's talking about her her history here in NXT and how Tegan took her shine even when she came back from injury. But now she's teamed with Raquel Gonzalez, and we see Raquel show up on a motorcycle. They're outside somewhere. Badass, yeah. Yeah, she's looking badass in like a, a nice like dress like to go out in, but then riding a motorcycle. Um, and she's like, we know what it's like to be outcasts. This is the Hurt Business, and we're going to hurt a lot of people. So the Hurt Business, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, if you ask me, this says, this screams WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. I hope so. Um, you've got the titles right now on... Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, who are playing baby faces, I believe. You did just bring the Iconics. I, are you going to go back to that? Are you going to put it back on them? Um, I feel we keep saying over and over again how strong this women's division is in NXT. Yeah. Come on, let's start having legitimate tag teams. Tag teams. I think if Tegan Knox isn't doing much at the moment, have her and Caden Carter or whatever, them form a team. Uh, you've got Aaliyah and Chelsea. Aaliyah's teasing this thing with Robert Stone. We'll get there. Which we'll get to later. Have them as a team. I think there's more options and more attention are going to be given to the tag titles uh, in NXT. Especially with Asuka now as a singles champion. That's another tag team you've just lost on the main roster. Sure, yeah. Tag team. So, we, I would like the titles to be over here. They teased it with Sasha and Bailey way back when. Yeah. And we still never We've got We've had one it. match. Yeah. Um... Now you've got the the Invitational as well. Just have have uh, Dakota and Raquel turn up on SmackDown and just win these things. Yeah, we got we have Shotzi and and, no- and Knox as well. Oh, that that's the team. There yeah, you go. Shotzi we have Knox. so many yeah. tag teams here in in NXT in the yes. women's division. Um, yeah, this video was fine. Um, it was no Jim Johnston and uh, John Cena in the room says it's because Jim Johnson has been busy working on the WH Post Perez theme song contest. Oh yes, indeed. We forgot to enter that. Yeah, we, we still need... We, we might. Who yeah, knows? Sure. <laughs> Isaiah Swerve Scott is backstage. He's being interviewed. He says, I will do what it takes to win tonight. You see, I have confidence. I do. I have a lot of it. I'm smooth. I'm innovative. And Phantasma found out about that real quick. And Gallagher will end up with Swerve with the victory. Now, excuse me. I have a house to protect. He walks off, then he comes back, tilts his glasses, and says, Swerve's house. Welcome to Swerve's house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of, yeah, it was all right. Uh, So Swerve will be going in the cruiserweight match later on against someone which I got very excited. Tattoo Jack! That Tattoo Jack is back. Tattoo Jack is back. But we'll get to that because up next is the announcement. You're all waiting to hear it. Well, by the time you're listening to this, you probably already know. DX have an announcement. That's right. Triple H and Shawn Michaels are in the truck here at NXT Full Sail. And they got a big announcement here. You see, it's been 25 years since the beginning of In Your House. And, well, we're all in our houses. Yeah. We're stuck inside. We all can't be at wrestling shows. We all can't be outside. We're stuck in our houses. 25 years since In Your House. And Road Dog shows up. Another producer here at uh, NXT. Road Dog says, hey, I remember talking wrestling him, uh, Jeff Jarrett. And hey, Triple H, uh, didn't you wrestle Henry Godwin? And he's like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, so everyone's in their houses. So we thought, why not bring it to you? On June 7th, Sunday, June 7th, 
NXT will take over. Once again, NXT TakeOver in your house. The brand that delivers will deliver again. Ooh, big words from Triple H. I think this is great. We've, we haven't really had a takeover. We've had, obviously, Tampa was spread out across multiple uh, USA editions of NXT. Yeah. We need something to build to. Sure, it's still going to be an empty arena thing. But if we're running these shows weekly, we need something big to build lead to. up to and build to. Uh, the logo looks awesome, by the way. The oh, old school NXT logo. in your house. This yeah. should be on a T-shirt. Give it to me now. And I love the idea with NXT. It's the it's the brand that's the future, but they they do bring back these old concepts like war games and in your house. Yeah, these kind of retro things. But it's cool when they do it. It's not an old school Raw with just Jimmy Hart strutting out. You know, it's sure that they do a new twist to it. Um, NXT TakeOver in your house. I do expect more possibly cinematic stuff. Yeah. Um, probably Karrion Cross in that role. They're going to fight in a house. Sure. Someone's house is going to... Do it. They're going to fight Absolutely. in B&E's. Um, there was also Sean giving a dig towards the uh, Triple H 25th anniversary SmackDown segment with Vince. Oh. He was like, oh, well, it, whatever it is, it can't be much worse than that segment. <laughs> uh, that segment was awful, but I loved it all the same. Uh, but yeah, uh, exciting news. June 7th. So <coughs> we'll announce it right now. Join us on our live watch, uh, our live post show. Yeah, we'll for do a show NXT. for it. Yes. Uh, it'll be on this very feed. Um, we will be doing a show. We'll be going live afterwards. We're not sure if we'll do a watch along because we do got to watch. and do, we, we, The podcast comes first and the watch alongs yeah. are fun, but more so we kind of want to like watch and Pay take notes and yeah. stuff. But June 7th, the Sunday, is uh, going to be TakeOver in your house. And we will be doing a post-show on our YouTube live post-show. YouTube.com slash up next. Like we're live every Wednesday night with our NXT post-shows. Because post-wrestling. You know what I mean? Um, so while we're on the topic of in your house, let's go. What's the matches? Booking it right now off the top of your head. Adam Cole. Finn Balor? I, no, it's I don't Finn Balor, so. Damien Priest. I don't it? know. Um, ooh. Cole... Cole versus, I don't know. We do know it should be... It'll be a triple threat for the women's. Charlotte, okay. Rhea, Io. Yes. Um, Charlotte, Rhea, Io. If Champa's back... Karrion Cross. Do Champa Karrion Cross, excuse yeah. me. Um, after but, oh, it'll be... After this segment we're going to get to in a second, uh, mixed tag, Gargano and Candice against Mia Yim and Keith Lee. Ooh. Or are you going to have them as two singles matches? Yeah, true. Because um, they were the two they're calling out. Oh, no. Book the double. Yeah. The couple versus couple. And you can save the, yeah. the singles matches for later down the definitely, line. Definitely. Definitely. I have an idea to pitch for TakeOver in your house. But okay. I have to explain it after the main event tonight. Fair enough. Okay. Because the main event tonight is Riddle and, and Tim. Oh. So I have an idea for that. But let me... I'll pitch this oh, to you later. Oh, I've got an idea. I well, don't know. Let's, let's get to it. I'm excited. Okay. Well, up next is Finn Balor. The Prince has returned to NXT, and he's going up against uh, our bootleg hangman page. Bootleg hangman page, yeah. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes coming out to his free bird sounding theme song. I love Cameron Grimes and his hat. He's the best. I love him. Yeah, he's great. Um, if you know Cameron Grimes, a lot of his NXT matches start with the bell ringing, and then he hits the cave-in. Well, that's what he goes for right here, but Finn Balor is too smooth for that and ducks out of the way. Uh, and Finn Balor just decides to put him in a, a side headlock and thinks that's what you do. 
Yeah. I was very disappointed with that was the start <laughs> of this match. I instantly went, huh, now I know why people diss you, Finn. Because you start the match by dodging a guy's finisher and going for a headlock. And then so getting those, on your knees and going like this. All those years on resting. Raw. Yeah. All those years on Raw years are on paying Raw. off, Finn. Yeah. That's not what we do here. I don't know if anyone told you, <laughs> but that ain't what we Especially do here. Especially in empty arena era. I know. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so Finn Balor just puts in a chin lock right away. Uh, Grimes fights out of it, takes him down, hits a series of knees and elbows. He has Finn up on his shoulders, does like a spin-out side effect, which looked really awesome, but a two-count only. Um, they go to commercial break. When they come back, Grimes is hitting a series of knee strikes to Finn. There's then a lariat that hits him, spinning him outside of the corner. And then Cameron Grimes says, I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. And that's Cameron Grimes is going to slap the piss out of him. And he slaps Finn Balor across the face. And he goes, ha, I told you. I done told you. I'm a man of my word. What did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. But as he turns around, he's getting too cocky. Finn drops him by his feet, does the double stomp to him on the ground. And then um, he he's going up on the apron hits the penalty kick and this is where we see Damien Priest in the shadows he's lurking he uh, creeps on Finn Balor but Balor's like who the fuck are you and knocks him out punches him goes back in the ring hits a sling blade to Grimes when the ref isn't looking Damien Priest takes out his nightstick Uh the return of the nightstick return of the nightstick and hits Finn Balor with it which allows Cameron Grimes to run at Finn Balor, who's just getting up. And the cave-in is like the running, flying, stomp chest cave-in to your chest. But this one was more to, like, the back of his, like, shoulders. This looked sick. Cameron Grimes, with the upset, pins the prince. Grimes pins the prince. And you know after this, uh, Cameron Grimes is going to gloat about this so much. Um, Maybe start calling himself the prince or something like that. Whoa. yeah, this was fun. I, I enjoy the character of Cameron Grimes now. I think he's really coming into his own as just this yeah. shit. Uh, he's, unlike, tre- he's a little shit. He's a fantastic wrestler, but yeah. now just this whiny shit. Right. Uh, I think it's it's actually going to be really good for his character having this like cheap win over yeah. Finn Balor. And that looks like, well, that's the match we're going to go towards. I guess it's Balor and priest after this match priest attacks finn balor with the nightstick and grabs a chair he then hits the reckoning the crossroads on finn balor taking him out in the middle of the ring he grabs a microphone he said i want to live forever so i thought i'd take out a prince just like i did three weeks oh it was him was him all along yeah he took him out it was damien priest and a lot of people go oh Okay. No, I'm excited for this. It's something to do for both guys. I think it should be good. I think Priest's character isn't... like I think he delivers in the ring, and I think Balor is an interesting opponent because we, we've pretty much only seen him mix it up with the bigger guys. We've seen him with like Killian Dane and Dijakovic and Keith Lee. So I'd be interested to see what Dunn... And, sorry, not Dunn. He fought Dunn earlier, yeah. but what Balor and Priest could do. I, I'm, I'm up for it. Yeah, I think Damian Priest and Finn Balor will fight at this takeover in your house, and it could be a nightstick match. 
Oh, is that is that the thing you were going to say? No, no, oh, okay. no, definitely not. No, okay. God, no. Oh, what please. night stick on a pole? Uh, all I know is I made a reference to uh, what did the five fingers say to the face, which is a Chappelle reference. And John Cena in the chat room on YouTube is like, uh, "I'm Cameron Grimes, bitch," <laughs> which fits. Ex- I think that's exactly what he was aiming for right. with the slapping and the thing, the Charlie Murphy. Uh, that's very funny with a uh, Rick James. Uh, Cameron Grimes, I'm Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes, bitch. Have a shot every time Cameron Grimes says his own name. <laughs> <laughs> how about this? Take a shot for how many uh, sales Tattoo Jack has ta- tattooed on his chest. <laughs> is that next? Tattoo Jack oh, is next. Tattoo Jack is back. The real main event. Tattoo Jack came back to NXT to face Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, but before this match even starts, in the entranceway, Tony Nice attacks Scott, beating him up. And the ref is like, hey, man, do you want to continue? He's like, yeah, I can, I can do this. So this was because Swerve said in his promo, hey, if you can't win a single match in this tournament, you shouldn't be wrestling anymore. Yeah. And Nice didn't win a single match in the oh, tournament. So he's mad. He's pissed off. So he attacks, he attacks Swerve, but Swerve gets in the ring and the ref's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, 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 ring the bell. He's in the corner using the turnbuckle to like hold himself up from this attack. And Tattooed Jack runs at him with his flying dropkick in the corner. It's his like finishing move, essentially. Yeah. But Swerve kicks out. Well, actually, he doesn't kick out. He gets his foot on the rope for rope break, only a two count. So Tattooed Jack continues to work on Swerve. He beats him up. Um... Swerve somehow gets some offense in. He he's he's hulking up. He's like, I can still do this. They're bo- grappling back and forth. He hits the house call, which is like the kick to the side of the head for a two count. Um, it's only uh, two. There's guillotines now, but Swerve is like beaten down from this this attack earlier from before. And uh, Tattoo Jack has clearly been listening to our best match ever, Masawa versus Kawada, oh, yeah. and does his fucking swinging rolling elbow this forearm smash just crushing him and wouldn't you be damned jolly gee what jolly jolly golly g golly g yeah. that's what it is wow Not jolly gee i don't know what i just said but tattooed jack won a match he's got a point in the cruiserweight tournament tattooed jack beat that's jack gallagher yes. <laughs> i guess i should say his actual name <laughs> <laughs> someone right now is like, yeah, that's his fucking name, you idiot. And someone else is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, we don't call him also, that anymore. There are a lot of people that don't watch NXT and just listen to our recaps. <laughs> They're like, this guy's name and is Tattoo Jack? Who is this Tattoo Jack guy? <laughs> Jack Gallagher. Tattoo Jack gets a point. Uh, we stand, Jack. We are big fans of Jack the Ripper here. Uh, I'm excited. He did the Masawa elbow. I'm for it. This yeah. is all. This is it. I'm ready. He's going to win the whole damn thing. That's what I say. I don't think he can. This was his last match, right? Not with that attitude. <laughs> okay. Get some more tattoos and we'll talk. Up next is Caden Carter coming down to the ring to go up against Aaliyah. Oh, yes. I was excited. I know. I know. Now, there's teasings of teasing of Aaliyah joining Robert Stone's brand mm-hmm. with Chelsea... 
the real hot mess, Chelsea Green. Um, and Aaliyah's like, who am I going to join? Am I not? Uh, Carter is in the ring. There's a springboard drop kick to like the face of a seated Aaliyah. Uh, Aaliyah does some, so we're talking about Masawa Kawada. Aaliyah is doing some Kawada kicks in the corner here. She's like, just getting really aggressive. She's like, God damn it. I need to win a match sometime, yeah. some way it's going to happen. Why am I still here? And kicking the shit out of Caden Carter. This is when, um, <laughs> Robert Stone like kind of walks out on the apron. He's watching this match. Uh, Carter is dropping Aaliyah with some chops. There's a super kick in the corner for a two count, and then this like spinning uh, like what is it? Indian Deathlock. This looked awesome. So she like Caden, Caden Carter. Yeah, set up the kind of the Indian Deathlock. It's it's like a kind of inverted figure four cut. Yeah, yeah. and she set it up with uh, Aaliyah on her back, and then. You know how Zack Sabre Jr. does his neck, like, snap thing where he yeah. puts his feet... She almost did that, but to the legs, like, jerked, twisted, and locked in this Indian Deathlock. I thought it looked awesome. Yeah, it looked cool. And Indian Deathlock, unless you're Triple H in a big WrestleMania match, you rarely see it anymore. And I thought this looked great. A good submission for her. Caden Carter beats Aaliyah. After the match, Aaliyah is like, hey, Robert Stone, what's going on? And he's like, eh, you suck. I don't know. Um, I wasn't too hopeful going into this match, but I actually didn't think it was too bad. I thought yeah, it was both fun. worked pretty well. Uh, I think Caden Carter's got some new music now as well. Are you going to say that about everyone? I say that about everyone. No, but she she kind of had this, this pose thing she was now doing on the turnbuckle like right. to fit the music, like a little dance. Yeah. Uh, look cool. Um, I did find it weird how Beth called uh, Caden Carter very consistent. I mean, she sure, loses she the loses all the she time. She consistently that loses. Is consistent, <laughs> but I don't know if that's something you'd particularly brag about. Yeah. Um, but no, it was it was it was good. It was decent, and I think they're looking to maybe build up Caden Carter a bit more. Up next is the everyone's favorite dinner time segment in wrestling. Dinner with the Garganos. Mm. I told you I've been watching The Sopranos, and uh, I've been liking some of the the food. Christopher, <laughs> Chris. Oh, Christopher is great. <laughs> but, oh, you're talking like his, his girlfriend. Uh, was it Adriana? And, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, you'd be a fan of Adriana. <laughs> Christopher. Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, but there's so much like recipes of food that I've learned in The Sopranos, and here's dinner with the. And you know what I need. I'm going to make it. It's going to be the Garganos, but with the, the Sopranos font. Yeah, with the gun. Um, Dinner with the Garganos. They had one of these segments before. Yes. Now, we talk about on this show how every Wednesday when we started doing the show, we are roommates here in the BDE, the Brave Navy Estate. We decide every Wednesday, um, instead of NXT Takeout, hmm. we do we make meals for each other. We swap back and forth. We've done so many famous things uh, in our in our past. But tonight it was your turn to make some food. So we also had dinner with the Garganos in a weird way because we ate our dinner while we watched them. We always come up with clever NXT names, but you couldn't come up with anything. We've been, yeah, it's it's been hard work recently to come up with We're not punny. We're not we, we, good We've lost John it. Well, Pollock. we do this every week. Um, exactly, every week. Uh, so you made some chicken wings and ribs. So chicken and ribs. Chicken and ribs. And some Chelsea greens. With some, yeah, with some there salad. You go. Yeah. Right, that's one thing. Some, I don't know about the chicken and ribs, Some though. spicy rice. Yeah, uh, yeah, you did. Uh, I wasn't sure what Garganos, what the Garganos were eating. I think tonight. it was just mac and cheese. Like, Last I, time I we think made they fun heard of us rip them because it was like you're sitting down with this fancy meal and you're just having a Caesar salad, it and was then it's like, yeah, well, look at look at his abs. Like, of course they're having a Caesar salad. Yeah. 
And then he was like, fuck you, I'm going to have some mac and cheese. Some if, you, if, they, if he wanted to be a real heel, though, he would have put ketchup on his craft dinner. Uh, that would have oh, I would have lost it. Throw my TV. No, I do it sometimes too. Okay, I do it sometimes. I hold. Too. I had. I thought that was the thing to do in Canada. It yeah, is. yeah, ketchup on mac and cheese. KD, mm-hmm. uh, gotta be KD. Um, I, it looked like they were eating some sort of ravioli, maybe a rosé sauce, something yeah. creamy, some you know, it looked good. Uh, but we don't. We just still didn't come up with a name for us. So someone let us know where. So yeah, it was. I, I had two types of ribs. It was uh, Kentucky. Wow. Style and Kansas City. Wow. Uh, they're Kansas, Ka- Candice, Candice City ribs. Whoa. Uh, wow. And we had, yeah, two kind of hot wings that I hot made wings. with my hands. There you go. It was nice. There you go. So we need to think of some names, but it was delicious. And we also been drinking this lovely gin drink. Uh, you made a cucumber gin and tonic. Yeah, cucumber, uh, black pepper. You're insane. Gin and tonic. But it works. It was pretty good. good. Usually we're Wine Wednesdays, but uh, MJF on AEW stole our gimmicks. So So this was uh, a cocktail that one of the girls at work would make herself a lot. Okay. And one of the owners, fucking idiot, um, don't care, I'm not working there at the moment, (laughs) um, goes, huh, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's gin, cucumber, black pepper, and tonic. Yeah. He's like, huh. He's like, "I'm, I'm making new cocktail menu. Do you mind if I... I use it? She's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, struck a deal with Monster Energy Drink. So created this drink called The Monster Mojito. Oh, my God. Which was gin, cucumber, black pepper, wow, half tonic, topped up with Monster Energy Drink and called it The Monster Mojito. Now, a mojito has none of those ingredients <laughs> apart from the cucumber, mainly. Mint, maybe? But it's mint, it's... Uh, soda, it's yeah. uh, rum. No, sorry. Um, it's not gin. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mo- it's usually rum. It's huh? rum, yeah. And so it's called a mojito. Wow. Added fucking monster Ew. to gin and cucumber. Uh, that guy's an idiot. I, fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, I would try it, but no. I don't but know. But this, this quite refreshing. Yeah, it was. It was nice. And I mean, On gin- a cold May evening. Oh, it's so cold. Uh, well, that was our dinner. Yeah. But the Garganos... We're at I, home. Think, I think we've beaten the Garganos at dinner. We're 2 and 0 with the Garganos. Yeah. What did we have when they had. Love those guys, but. They, what were we eating when they had chicken and salad? Oh, that was a few weeks ago. Yeah, I forget, but we, we were like, whoa, we're eating better than them. We need a very archivist like, to but, let us know. But they look how they look and look how we look. True. They look, they look, there's WWE NXT superstars. Yeah. He's got to look like that. True. He's got a Christian Bale vibe going on. He's unlike Chris, the Pattinson guy who says he's not working out for this Batman role. Rob Pattinson? Yeah, he's like, you know what? Batman's not going to be in shape. What? Well, did, I know when... Um, We're going off. Because Christian Bale goes up and down yeah, for different movies. He's wild. Um, I know he... Oh, was it The Machinist he just came off of for Batman Begins? Christopher Nolan liked him as an actor and yeah. was like, I want you. And they went, but you're going to have to be big. Eat. You're going to have to bulk up. And he came to like a reading or a costume fitting or whatever it is before they actually went into production, and he was just fat. Oh! They were like, "He's like, you told me to eat." It's like, <laughs> yeah, but we wanted Batman, not Fat Man, oh. Jesus. And it just came more like his what was it, American Hustle? Yeah, where he's just obese. Bigger. Yeah. And then he's like, "All right, give me a month," and comes back fucking ripped. Jeez! Imagine if we could do that. Wow! I Said mean, we just you could get lit and watch wrestling and I eat mean, chicken and ribs. Yeah, but you're drinking a white claw. <laughs> They're good for you. Yeah, true. It's just so They're healthy. Well, the Garganos, once again, now we're going to actually talk. I feel like we just kept saying we're going to talk about the Garganos dinner time. But, uh, Someone in the YouTube room just said, if the Garganos ever invite me for dinner, I'll make sure to eat before I go. Oh. <laughs> Damn. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I tweeted him. I said, hey, what are you guys? What did you eat for dinner? But he didn't. Uh... He's still mad because uh, we found out his jacket was on sale at Macy's. I don't care. He's still the god of NXT. We love you, Johnny Gargano. Yeah. We're not taking the piss. We genuinely yeah. love um, you. He needs to come out with a, a, a cookbook. Johnny Gargano's cookbook. Well, his dad probably does. Yeah. You think he'd be eating some... He, I don't know. Well, that's what... He says he was a tubby kid. True. Maybe he's like, hey, food is a sensitive thing with me. Like, yeah. Hey, true. it could be. But I'm interested. I'm interested in dinner with the Gargano's. It was cheat day today, though, with their, with their creamy, cheesy pasta. It looked good for whatever it, it was. fine. Couldn't really see what it was. No. <laughs> dinner with the Gargano's. Johnny says they watch him and he, he's he's now watching they have macbook at their dinner table and they're watching his match with dijakovic from like last week mm. and he's like look at look at him look at him look at him and he's talking about himself what a stud and she's like wow look at him johnny gargano he goes yeah you married that guy kick him yeah ah you see i taught dijakovic a lesson if you speak my name there will be consequences stick your nose in our business or get in our way well We'll, we'll move you out of our way. You see five stars on the Johnny Gargano scale. And he's talking about how he's a five-star wrestler here. And it cuts to Candice, who's like, yeah, you know, Johnny, you, you do that. But what about me? What did I do? And he's like, yeah, look at you. Look what you did. K- Casey Catanzaro. Yeah, she's a ninja. And then she continues, I beat her and everything. Yeah, she, you beat that ninja. Well, she's not a ninja. Yeah, she, yeah she's a warrior. Well, she's not a warrior. Well... She's American. America, Ninja Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> she's funny. like, yeah, she, she, is, she American. is American. She you is got American. me there. But she's not a ninja. She's not a warrior. Um, and then it kind of cuts. They do the warp thing where they turn kind of evil, the evil yeah. fairy tale of the Garganos. And they're like, we're, we're uh, going through these obstacles. Why is Mia Yim getting everything? Why is Mia Yim getting all, getting all the, the, the title shots and all the opportunities? Well, where I'm not. I've done way more than her. Um, I deserve some rewards. I I refuse to be as pathetic as Mia Yim, who just takes handouts and uh, it cuts to Johnny Gargano, who's like warped as well and evil, and says, "Yeah, uh, Keith Lee thinks he's all that. He's the North American champion. Well, you see, I remember when I was champion. I remember being the guy everyone loved. There's chants and cheers. Everyone loves you until they don't. You see, bask in your glory all you want, but glory doesn't exist." You'll work for a little bit. Everyone will like you, but it doesn't last, and it will leave you empty, hopeless, and betrayed. I lived through it, and these people are leeches. They will bleed you dry and move on to the next. So, Keith Lee, you might be the strongest, but mentally, emotionally, you're not ready. The Johnny Gargano way is giving people what they deserve. And Candace goes, wow, that sounds beautiful. And he says, yeah. Just like you. Continue to eat their dinner. And the piano music plays out and the Gargano's enjoying their... Their uh, Their Wednesday night meal. Their Wednesday night meal at home. Wow. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I mean, these things are kind of weird. But we're in pandemic era that, like, yeah... You can stretch out having matches with these people, and you can sit at home and cut weird things. Yeah, because now's part, the time to do part it. Part me feels it is kind of that that they've just said to everyone, "Look, here's a copy of Windows Movie Maker and a camera, and do your best." Darby Allen, get on, get yeah. over here. <laughs> um, I'm quite enjoying it though. I I still find it quite jarring just because I'm a big Johnny Gargano fan and yeah. Candice LeRae, and both are just great natural baby faces. 
but they're great performers as well and i i think they are succeeding in this role um and i think once we do get a crowd i think johnny especially i think the crowd will hate him sure which is great um but yeah i i see the way this this promo went i see the kind of mixed tag which i'm all for yeah, mixed tag at TakeOver in your house. Candice and Johnny versus Mia and Keith. Yeah. The couple versus couple. I, I think that's a, a fun thing. And you could do that even cinematic if you wanted to. But because um, there's – it could go different ways. Cinematic is in like how Johnny and Candice kind of turn evil and stuff. Yeah. I like Dinner with the Garganos. But um, I see in our chat room people are going off on our YouTube chat that are, they're saying they would rather see what something I, I have written down here was – I don't want dinner with the Garganos. I want cooking with the Garganos. Cooking, the cooking with Johnny. Where Johnny and her... Because I mentioned how she has the YouTube thing where, or their their thing where she's baking with Tegan Knox. Mm. They should be doing that, but then turning like heel while they're talking to you. Like, you know, we you made me watch MLW with the guys cooking, the luchadors cooking oh, LA Park. <laughs> so, why, so why can't Gargano be cooking like some great shit? But you could do the editing where and it's like... it comes to kneading the dough and they're like, oh, they're all psycho. And then all of a sudden when you... It doesn't it looks like flour. And- yeah, <laughs> it looks like they're not actually making something. And then when the camera cuts, it's something like so like extravagant, like a nice roast dinner, a turkey or something set. And it's like no, it'd be wait. a Caesar salad. <laughs> but like it could be something like funny like that. But. Now, what would dinner at the Lees be like? Dinner at Keith Lees. I uh, see it being Mia Yim playing a video games with a dog, while Keith Lee is just in the kitchen singing away, smooth operator style. Yeah, yeah. Um, Some chalet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe a little chef's hat on. Right. They're very happy. There ain't no Caesar salad at the Lee's house. Ain't no Caesar salad. <laughs> They'd be eating their chicken and ribs. There you They'd go. Love yeah. Our meal yeah. tonight. Yeah, we would have a great night with with them eating. With the Lee's. Yeah. yeah. Not some Caesar salad. Little Garganos, we love you. You're not invited to dinner. Oh, I do. Yeah. I do love. I do love some some Johnny Gargano though. Um, even in this weird time, the Gargano dinner thing is working for yes. me in a weird way. It wouldn't if it wasn't this time. But I'm giving them a break because like. Wrestling's changed right now, and they're cutting promos as a couple from home. That's pretty funny to me. Like, you love to hate them now. They're doing a good job. Yeah. Johnny kills it in anything he does. He's the best. Um, dream match in wrestling we're never going to see Johnny and Kenny. I'm so sad about it. One day. One day. It's time for our main event, the story that was building since the beginning of the show. Matt Riddle, one-on-one with Timothy Thatcher. You see, the the titles were dropped, and Matt Riddle is such a boss that he's like, yo, I'll fight again, because I hate this guy for doing what he did to me. So, Thatcher Riddle starts off one-on-one. They're going back and forth. They're scuffling, they keep, except no one's here to pull them apart, because it's a match. Thatcher is getting the advantage. He's roughing Riddle up. He's locking in series of like arm bars and then switching to different arm bars. Riddle does a fake out and then kicks Tim in the head. Uh, they go to commercial. When they come back, Timothy Thatcher hits this beautiful like side belly to belly like suplex, which is just crushing Riddle in his ribs. There's then a German suplex, but Riddle just does his best uh, Ishii impression and just gets up and hulks up and goes ah and hits like a flying knee and a German suplex of his own and an uppercut it's just chaos back and forth between both these guys um, Riddle now locks in his own armbar and Thatcher's selling it like crazy but he starts slapping the shit out of Matt Riddle Riddle fights back with a power bomb there's a gammon by Timothy Thatcher but Riddle fights back with a fireman carry into the bro to sleep. The, fro- the floating bro, but the knees are up. And 
Thatcher locks in his move, the Fujiwara armbar, but Riddle somehow fights, gets to the ropes, flips him over, lifts him up, powerbomb, and then he yells at him, you're not my bro. You're not my bro. You're not my bro. He goes for uh, another move, a kick, but it's blocked. Thatcher locks in the armbar again, the Fujiwara, but it's then countered. Sorry, Riddle goes for the Fujiwara. It's countered by Thatcher, who gets a knee bar. Riddle starts to kick him, gets out of it. While Thatcher has the knee bar, like, kind of locked in, Riddle rolls around, gets Thatcher upside down. His shoulders are to the mat. The ref counts it. Riddle gets the pin over Thatcher and escapes here. Matt Riddle beats Thatcher in some a bit of a, a revenge kind of story here. I've said this before. I love a roll-up where you believe the guy won't be able to kick out. Yes. And this was just completely trapping him yeah. to the mat, um, using his weight to get out of that submission. Um, I think there are two types of matches that are proving to work during this empty arena match. One is obviously the kind of Crazy, cinematic-style, boneyard match kind of thing. Sure. And this is the other. A sports-like wrestling-style, like, MMA-style fight. Uh, I thought, like, I was completely unaware that there was no crowd during this. Because I was into this. I was into the scuffling and the grappling. I thought it was great. Uh, I really enjoyed this. And, obviously, this feud is going to continue. Okay. Okay. So, so... These two had the story of them in a tag match. Thatcher gets mad. Okay, so you got monkey flipped. But it's obviously he had more to that. He was just waiting to, to, to do this. Excuse, yeah. yeah, we knew that. We called that. We saw that from a mile away. The story continues, which then Riddle does double duty and fights in a second match. This main event was my match of the night for me yes, tonight. Me the story of it made you want to see them fight. You wanted Riddle to to get like some revenge here because you're like yo what the fuck and Thatcher with his Fujiwara armbars or what do they call it divorce court I think they called that which is I cool. think that was the move he used to get into the oh okay to the which Fujiwara is cool armbar. too yeah uh, these two just went out there and killed it how is Matt Riddle not the biggest not the biggest star in wrestling realistically he will be he he literally will, he be. will be he has to be like honestly we've been watching him for a while here um, and it, it's just, it's inevitable. This guy is going to be a major player in the world of wrestling. He just understands things. He, he can be weird and jarring at sometimes, but wow, when it comes to things like this, like, yeah, this was awesome. And Thatcher is, is improving in me. He didn't quite join Imperium, but he's here c- putting on this crazy match. He'll go off in his solo thing. There, he could join them later on, but it was awesome. But this clearly has to go in a rematch because after this, Thatcher beats him up, locks in the Fujiwara armbar again where Matt Riddle is just screaming. And we leave with this like crazy shot of Thatcher's face like being all scary. So if you ask me, NXT TakeOver, In Your House, Bloodsport. Okay, I'm on a similar page. Uh, I was thinking uh, the return of a gimmick. We're getting the return of an old kind of pay-per-view. Yeah. Um one of the reasons why this match didn't work was the fact it had to kind of be out of the arena. Perfect time, because we don't have crowds. Yeah. Lion's Den match. Lion's Den match. It's in your house, which I'm sure that shit happened at. I uh, mean, it was during that era. Yeah. Yeah. I think both... both. So I mean, a blood sport. Both, exactly. Den, like yeah. a kind of grappling thing. I think either you could do a submissions match. Yeah. Or, as you said, a blood sport style match. Yeah. Um, Lions don't Den. know if they'd be able to call it that necessarily, no. but Lions Den would be something I'd love to see back. Um, Mortal the, Kombat. The first it was I think Shamrock versus Owen Hart was a 
pretty decent match. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, to watch. The other two, it got kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, I think Vince McMahon was even in one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Riddle Thatcher in kind of a, a lion's den. Like, yeah. I think that would be cool. It's Bring exactly some, it. something old school. That's or, what we're getting. As you said, blood sports. Like, take the ropes away. Yep. Just a mat. Uh, exactly. I, I think that would be fantastic and something that during this era would be the perfect time to do it. I, I really liked this match, this this whole story. A story that moves through the show to set up your main event to me is so, this this was way better than someone just going, ah, we attacked two people, so now it's a tag team match tonight. It's like, okay, cool. No, this guy walked out on you, you lost the titles, and then. He, you got in a scuffle, and of course you want to fight him. And and both of these guys are so technically and sound. It, it wasn't out of nowhere either, because no, the yeah. whole time Thatcher's been like, "All right, come on." And like the fact, Dunn embraced the ridiculousness. Sure, he'd like do everything with a scowl. Yeah. But you look at his Twitter and stuff. He was always embracing the kind of humor of yeah uh, Matt Riddle, whereas Thatcher never was. Um, great feud. I think the these matches. Uh, something I'm really excited to see. I know we've seen it once already tonight, but I think they're going to go a step further with this. And yeah, the feud I'm instantly most interested in. Yeah, instantly. All of a sudden, it came out of nowhere. It just hit tonight. It just clicked. The team's no longer a team, and it's, they're, they're, they're feuding. And they're both guys that do like technical submissions, hard-hitting type stuff. So yeah, with this In Your House, June 7th, Sunday... Um, let's let's book that. Let's that's obviously where they're gonna go with this, and I'm I'm super for it. That leaves Imperium now. They have the tag titles. There's so many spinoffs. They can go fresh matches. Yeah, who do you think would be for Imperium? Uh, I don't want to say Undisputed Era because it's just it's too, too yeah. Unless you're gonna turn, it might be time to turn Undisputed Era. Yeah. Although I don't think I don't think I want to see them go for the tag titles for a seventeenth time. To be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, what other we'll tag see. teams are there right now? In uh, in NXT, we're yeah. a little scarce right now. We don't have many. So we, if we you were to see. grab from main roster to move, is there any teams? I mean, we lost Austin Theory and uh, Humberto and uh, Angel Garza, and I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm sure we'll figure it out, but it'll come into play. Uh, the YouTube room suggesting Dream with Loomis. Oh, I guess Loomis. Yeah. yeah, Loomis has kind of been looking, but he seems to be. After Undisputed, right TM61 now. TM61 or whatever they call themselves. Vink and They're on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crossover time, sure. baby. Yeah. Our NXT Women's Champion is, Char- is Charlotte. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tag- yeah. Tag team division is weak right now. Uh, but. Uh, now you're losing these two. But you know what? This was a not a weak episode oh, of NXT. Best, best episode of NXT for weeks, I'd yeah. say. I enjoyed this more than the uh, TakeOver cards they had mm-hmm. on USA. They're. They're starting to, I think Raw and SmackDown as well, are starting to kind of understand what works in this era of empty arena wrestling and what doesn't. And we actually still had quite a lot of matches tonight, considering. And maybe it's just, this is what, week eight, nine? I really liked, I don't... Ten empty arenas, so I'm just more used to it now. We're used to it. But the Riddle-Thatcher match felt like you didn't realize there oh, wasn't I, a crowd. I tuned them out, yeah. Um, there was as many people in the crowd as... Timothy Thatcher has teeth. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think Matt Riddle's a star. He should be NXT champion. He should be feuding with like Keith Lee for the title. Johnny Gargano thrown in there. I think NXT's fine. I always said, we've been doing this show, me and you, up next for like over a year now. We've launched a Patreon. But I always said that Matt Riddle, why isn't he called up? Because Triple H just has him. He's that ace that he has in the sleeve there. Like, okay, fuck. What do we do? What do we do? Who do we have here to be the guy? And Matt Riddle. I wonder how much. I think as well is... Plays that card. Is his 
personality. I, I think it's something that I think Triple H quite likes. I think even Vince quite likes someone who's got that uh, kind of anti-authority. Well, he could kill thing. anyone on the roster. But probably. I think he they're also maybe a little nervous around some of their other guys there. Yeah. Are like they're veterans. Whereas NXT, you can be there. You can kind of be in the system for a while. We can try and mold that. And I don't know. I think there's a reason why he's not been the guy yet. Cause I, I still feel like he's only been there a couple of months where he's been there a while now. Yep. So it is time to start moving him up, but maybe this Thatcher feud is the way to really propel him into a singles career. I think so. I, I see money when I watch this guy. Uh, he's, he's so fantastic. So, and he's been killing it in this empty arena stuff. So uh, I like this episode of NXT. I, I, I know we've kind of, I felt like we've been negative the past few weeks. I know we have been, I've been down on this. Yeah. Really down we are this. the NXT guys. And we do say we, we've been loving this AEW stuff and this whole stuff they've been doing, but like we're NXT guys and we love NXT, but lately it's been a little dragging on. And tonight it finally felt like it's moving something. And you know what? They've announced a, a pay-per-view. So that's instantly moving forward to something and it works. So yeah, looking, it gives us something to look forward to. We're like fantasy dream booking the, the show already. Like, instantly brings it up yes. back to the way it felt like it was so papa triple h sean road dog you're all doing us great oh yeah break it down break know? it down break it break it down um that's what we thought about nxt finally some good nxt it's felt like it's been a while i know we posted up on the post wrestling forum to put up some feedback to see what some people thought forum.postwrestling.com every wednesday night not only do we go live on youtube.com slash up next but the post wrestling forum we post up and read some feedback and i see the first one eva from london and a tweet uh where Shayna baszler has actually replied it's the Shayna baszler super fan with a baszler fact baszler is not on nxt yes it's been a long time but Shayna's dog isis isis enjoys mushing why would you name your dog isis that's a touchy subject. Hmm. Um, positives on this show. There we go. This show. Main event was fantastic. Catch wrestling, shoot style action. Best NXT main event since they started doing this empty arenas. Yeah, I think we agree. Eichner and Bartel being tag champions. The mat is sacred. Ripley's promo. I like her promo work. Sue me and hope she beats EO. Let me dream, damn it. You're absolutely wrong, but hey, <laughs> you, you, you could be right. Both Cruiserweight matches were good. The Dakota-Raquel vignette. Negatives. Candice... And Gargano, dinner, cringe again. I like both wrestlers, but Candice is so fake as a heel. And Aaliyah, just Aaliyah. Moro's failed attempt at a Banksy reference. Till next hump day, keep up the good work. Thank I, you. I, I can see people not liking the Candice and Gargano. Oh, I agree. I yeah. think it's going to be very polarizing. I'm, I'm kind of cool with it because I really like them. Um, but I don't know how I'd feel about it if it wasn't kind of this era of wrestling. But mm. I'm kind of taking whatever I'm given right now and being sure. like, okay. Yep. Um, we go to mystery. Hiya. Hey. Mm. Uh, Rip Thatcher Bros. Yes. Uh, toodle Pip. Uh, NXT TakeOver in your house. Better get the place all spruced up, boys. Excited for this TakeOver. Oh, we will. Rhea came across as a super whiny and unlikable tonight. Maybe it was just me, but her promo didn't make her come across as a babyface. Made her come across as very whiny and dumb. If WWE's goal was to paint her as a face, it didn't work at all. Her blatantly lying and making excuses wasn't a good look for a babyface. It doesn't help that she didn't learn anything from WrestleMania, apparently. Uh, I think that's deliberate. I'd be very confused if they pushed her in a babyface direction from now. Mm -hmm. I think this is too... She lost. 
I think you can get the title off of Charlotte with EO not necessarily pinning Charlotte. And Charlotte can go back to the main roster. And then you've got that feud at another point, at some point, EO and Charlotte. Uh, you can do a little EO and Rhea feud with Rhea being the heel this time and then move on to EO and Candice. That's kind of where I see it going. Karrion uh, Cross is here for your entertainment. You- oh, um, is is Karrion Cross just like kind of like a Nirvana thing? Like Karrion Cross, here we are now, entertain us. But here we are, here we are now. I'm your entertainment. Maybe isn't that an Adam Lambert song as well? Oh, wow, did yeah. you just Nirvana? Oh, <laughs> fuck, get out. <laughs> I was I'm gonna done. I was gonna make a joke and then we'd have to edit it out. So <laughs> I'm not going to. You uh, just compared Adam Lambert to Kurt Cobain. No, I didn't because you, just, you said the wrong lines of a Nirvana song, right. whereas Here for Your Entertainment is an Adam is Lambert song. Is an Adam song. Lambert song. I'm not comparing at all. Wow. I'm just using the words that Karen Cross said. Karen Cross, the Adam Lambert mark. Maybe Karen <laughs> Cross just really likes Adam Lambert. I think so. Who doesn't? Adam Lambert's great. Yep. Cracking voice. Yep. You can't sing like Adam Lambert. Yep. You don't like Adam Lambert's voice? You don't think Adam Lambert's got a good singing voice? A lot of people are like, who the fuck is Adam <laughs> Hey, you don't have to like him, but that dude can sing. Okay. Yep, all right, sure. Right, we, fuck AEW, <laughs> we're watching Adam Lambert after this. If you don't think Adam Lambert... Gee, I'm, well, okay. What do you think about Kurt Cobain? He's fine, oh, he okay. was fine. Yeah. Uh, Yim well, Lee versus Candice and Gargano will probably be great whenever it happens. The less said about the jobber Robert Brandstone, the better. The Jobbert Stone brand. Jobbert Stone brand. Nice. Right. I see what you nice. did there. I want to see Kai Gonzalez going for the women's tag titles. I agree. Shirai Ripley next week has no chance of ending with a winner, right? Charlotte has got to interpe- mm-hmm. interfere. Question of the week. How do you guys feel about Asuka being the new leader of the Raw Women's Division? Kind of talked about yeah, that Yeah, we earlier. talked about it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I mean, I... I- We've, we're the NXT people. I've followed Asuka from the beginning with her whole streak through NXT. I've, we, I think she's been waiting for this spot. I, I kind of wish, I kind of think, I'm a Charlotte fan, but I kind of think they messed up with Charlotte beating her and then it was just, she was just dropped kind of like it was nothing. Um, but I think now she'll run, she's been killing it. So yeah, she's, this is going to be good. I think there was more to tell with that story, um, with Asuka. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I didn't disagree with the taking the streak off of her um, because sometimes it can book you into a bit of a corner. Um, but yeah, she was essentially dropped apart from those two Becky matches. Since it was, then. we can't have Charlotte lose to, to Asuka at WrestleMania because it's Charlotte and she never loses on pay-per-view. And then Charlotte lost to like Bailey. I like, mean, how good would that have been in hindsight to build it up streak versus streak would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think they're, they're going to put some steam behind Asuka now and she deserves it. So, all for it. Uh, last one here, Wrestling Graham. Upon further review, I love Gallagher's tattoos. He's talking about Tattoo Jack. Right. They're, they're very fitting for his character aesthetically, but just took some time to get used to them. Great video. Yeah, no, uh, I agree with you. I think he looks great. I actually, like, I know we make fun of him called Tattoo, Tattoo Jack, Jack, but, like, he, he looks so badass with that. It looks great. I think it fits him nice. And, hey, he's a, it's his body. Let him get the tattoo. It's like to- Cody in his neck. Sure. Just do it. I wonder if Adam Lambert has any... Uh, he should get some tattoos. Great video for Kai Gonzalez tandem. Thatcher is cool as fuck. I know Cross is hot shit right now, but his facials are a little too over the top. Maybe it's just me. NXT is turning things back around, but still lacks the 
cool factor of the years past. Call me when crowds come back. Oh, yeah, it did lose the cool thing. AEW kind of obviously took yeah. that, but this week felt really a refreshing take on on the show. Yeah, it did. I it really it did. I really like this week. So this was some fun wrestling to watch. If you're gonna check out anything, definitely the 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 end is near. Yes, and the. Uh, the Thatcher Riddle match and the whole thing—it was—it was very fun. So that was NXT from May thirteenth, two thousand twenty. Uh, we'll be back next week, of course. Every Wednesday we record this show, and the podcast is up wherever you find your podcast because you're listening to this right now. But we go live on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Up Next. Hey, follow the 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 Up Next Twitter account at Up Next podcast and i know off the top we did mention the patreon shows that we've been doing again you did your lost review best episodes ever where you just nerd out over lost we have our was next that's out this week chatting all sorts of crazy stuff that's going on in the old days of nxt we have our up yours we did a review of the past month we've done uh like the matrix we've done love simon now we're doing Eight Mile. Later in the month, we're doing Godfather. It's all over the fucking place. Oh yeah, it's crazy. It's great. Um, and then, of course, next week we'll be doing our best match ever. We did best match ever Money in the Bank matches last week, and of course, we talked about John Cena and CM Punk from 2011 and all these other matches. So go listen to that as well. We do so much podcasting. We have nothing else to do. We don't leave our houses. No, House. not really. Yeah. Go no. for a little stroll. Go for a little walk. Yeah. Go to the liquor store. Get a coffee. That's it. That's it. Then we watch things and make shows about them. And then them. we talk about them. So Absolutely. we've been podcasting and it's been so much fun. So patreon.com slash up next. Five bucks a month gets you all our shows. All the shows we've done in the past. All that stuff and the new shows. Five bucks. That's all it is. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to continue making more podcasts. We will be back next week with Up Next and NXT because we're your NXT friends. Friends. And uh, you will find us for the In Your House review as well absolutely and before we go let's just say thank you to those patrons that allow us to keep uh keep this show free every wednesday night uh first of all i'd like to give a massive thank you to john Cena, who uh, as we mentioned earlier sent us a load of stuff i'm wearing my my kabuki warriors t-shirt right now thank you john we we've kind of called you our associate producer um because you, you help us guys out a lot so thank you john I'd like to say a thank you to Jeremy Angel. You're our angel watching down on us, Jeremy, wow. and we love you for it. Thank you. Um, David Stellato. Well, you can you can Stellato right here with us, David, yeah. and, and be our patron. Uh, Randy, you make me Randy. It <laughs> makes me so Randy that you're one of our fine patrons. And Noah Roberts, like Noah in the archive, I will follow you till the end of time if, if you continue being a wow. patron. I, I'm trying here. Uh, Brayden, who that, would you like well, to Well, my list is harder to do this <laughs> okay. with. Uh, I want to say thank you to Renee FS. FS for fuck's sake. Thank you, Renee. Yeah, thank you. Thanks to Wes Kinley. Wes Kinley, we'd kindly like to thank you. Kinley Kindly, that's right. Yes. Hey, thank you to Joe LeBeau. Joe LeBeau. Um, what do you know? It's Joe. <laughs> what, it's Joe. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's <laughs> thank Joe. You, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. And thank you to April Smith. April. Uh, and what comes next? May. May we thank you, April, oh, for thank uh, you, April you being Smith. a uh, patron of ours. And thank you to Tess Botkin. 
I'm just, just really, thank you, Tess. I'm out of ideas. I'm Tess, exhausted. you've made us a mess. <laughs> you've made us a mess, Tess. Thank you to thank all you. the patrons. Thank you for listening to this very show. These people, though, our patrons keep this show up next every Wednesday night. Free, absolutely free. And uh, I, Braden Harrington, you can find me, my socials on Twitter, Instagram. I'm at the Brady, And I am at Davey Portman. We will be back next week. Same up next time same up next channel so do us a favor take care of yourselves tell your grandmother you love her your grandfather your friend your brother your sister just tell someone you're thinking about them right now Uh, so take care of yourselves and uh, I know Matt Riddle said he's not your bro but we're your bros we're your bros and Adam Lambert can sing we're not ending the show on that ahoy here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard to recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen, but Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses, or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you A little help never hurt, especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.